Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content. And to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. Let's get this episode underway with some action from the number 13 team out of the Western Conference, the Dallas Mavericks. So the Dallas Mavericks are a member of the Southwest Division in the Western Conference. Uh, They won a championship back in 2011. I remember that year very well. The Lakers were a big part of that. Uh, in terms of getting defeated and eliminated, <laughs> um, that was a pretty ugly loss too. I remember uh, JJ Barea at the time went up for a layup, and Andrew Bynum's just put an elbow in his chest in midair and eject- got himself ejected immediately. So yeah, it was a pretty ugly loss for the Lakers, especially for the the reason that they were very unsports unsportsmanlike and disrespectful to the Dallas Mavericks. They won that one fair and square. Congrats to them, but hey, the Lakers got a lot of championships too. The owner is, of course, none other than Mark Cuban, uh, the guy who has been involved in very uh, big business ventures, and he's been on Shark Tanks as one of the Sharks. Um, There has been a lot of heat coming out of the Dallas Mavericks camp lately about some sexual harassment problems in the the, uh, office uh, environment, and he's been working to combat that and try to find a way to fix that in your work culture. He was quoted saying that it's it can't be any worse than it is right now, and we're trying to fix it and get the people out of here that don't belong here. There's one guy in particular who would like look at bad stuff on his computer at work, and there was like actual like physical harassment problems with women there. So, kind of a bad situation for the Mavericks to be in. Um, you know, you know, obviously that's just bad bad news. So. Hopefully they can get that figured out, get those bad people out of there and and correct that work culture there in Dallas. But the the Mavericks play at American Airlines Center and their head coach is Rick Carlisle. I think that he looks a lot like Jim Carrey. Um, I challenge you to go pull up a picture of him and Jim Carrey side by side and tell me how uncanny that is. Um, Their mascot, they have two mascots it says. There's Mavs Man and Champ. Um, I know Mavs Man is like this big bulky looking cowboy guy. Um pretty interesting looking dude. The Dallas Mavericks had a record of 24 and 58 last year. They were 14 and 38 in conference play, 15 and 26 at home, and 9 and 32 on the road. But yeah, so they're obviously not a very good team. They do have a guy in Dirk Nowitzki who's aging. Um, he's been having to ride the bench a little bit, and I think he's taking a little bit of a pay cut so the team can see the light of day um, in terms of you know bringing some better talent back back onto the team and putting some of their veteran talent who can't play as physically uh, active as they used to, just put them on the bench and let these other guys uh, learn from them and grow in getting some real game time minutes. I think that's kind of what the Mavs' plan has been for the last couple of years. And we'll talk about their draft pick uh, here very soon. But just to look at some of the names that they had on their, their roster last season will kind of maybe spark some reminders of what their team might have been like and why they might have been so bad. They had J.J. Barea, who apparently is still there. I thought he had left at some point, but J.J. Barea is still on the Mavericks. Uh, Harrison Barnes, Gian Clavel, Antonius Cleveland. Uh, dude doesn't even have a number next to his name, so I wonder what's going on there. Kyle Collinsworth, uh, Yogi Ferrell, 
Dorian Finney-Smith, Devin Harris, Aaron Harrison, Scotty Hobson. That's a good name, Scotty Hobson. Woo! Jalen Jones, Maxi Kleber, Wesley Matthews, a former Laker, Doug McDermott, former Chicago Bull, three-point specialist, uh, powerful college player, uh, Josh McRoberts, Salah Mejri, Jonathan Motley, Nerlens Noel, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwight Powell, Dennis Smith, who is a very promising dude who can dunk like you wouldn't believe for his size, 6'3", he can get up. Kind of reminds me of a Nate Robinson. Uh, Dennis Smith, Jamil Warney, and Jeff Withy. So that's quite a long list of players. It's 23 to be exact. And you know how many, let's see, how many guys, these guys played not very many games. There's one, two, three, four, five, six guys who played under 10 games for them. So obviously some guys who are just getting some garbage minutes. Uh, it's kind of interesting to look at. But the per-game average, averages are going to be very interesting you got Harrison Barnes along with five other guys in double-digit averaging points. Uh, Harrison Barnes is probably their top guy in scoring overall, too. Uh, he's one of those guys who used to be – he was on the Warriors when they won their first championship. I think from there he just decided that um, they don't need me here. I can go be somewhere else and they'll be just fine. Not that he should be worried about that. He should be worried about himself and his own career. Uh, Harrison Barnes had uh, 1,450 points. Dennis Smith had over 1,000 points. Then you have Dirk Nowitzki with just under 1,000. Yogi Ferrell at 800. And then Wesley Matthews, 800. J.J. Bray, 800. Dwight Powell, 600. And it drops off to the 300s from there. So you can see the points starting to get packed a little tighter to the top there, uh, relying heavily on their starting people. I don't really think Dirk Nowitzki was a – I mean, he was probably a starter, but he probably didn't get many minutes. Um, let's actually look at that really quick. That's something that might be telling of this picture. Let's see, Dirk Nowitzki, number four points per game average overall. Uh, minutes per game he put in 30 – wait, no, that's not right. 24.7. So this is a guy who used to put in way more minutes than that. He's putting in half of a game. So you can imagine him playing basically half of each quarter, and that's it. That's really not a lot of playing time for a star like that. So, Or a guy who used to be a star. I think this is going to be his last season with the Mavericks. So let's take a look now at what might be their uh, roster for the upcoming season for the next little bit until some trades happen and whatnot. Uh, I see a really long last night, last name in here that everybody's going to recognize. Uh, but I'll start at the top in alphabetical order. You got Wes. Well, I guess it's not. I thought it was alphabetical order. Wesley Matthews at the top. What the heck, guys? Uh, <laughs> Wesley Matthews, J.J. Barea, Harrison Barnes, Dwight Powell, Dorian Finney-Smith, Dennis Smith Jr., Maxi Kleber, DeAndre Jordan. That's the big name that got traded there from the Los Angeles Clippers. Dude is, he's an animal. He's going to be the guy that probably effectively replaces the athleticism and the scoring ability down low of Dirk Nowitzki. Doesn't have the shooting ability. Can't shoot free throws very well. But he provides a major presence on defense as well. Uh, something that Dirk Nowitzki was never really known for. But yeah, DeAndre Jordan down low on both sides of the floor. He is a dominant dude. And the one, the their one, their number one draft pick that they got last year. His name's Luka Doncic. Kind of reminds me of when the Knicks picked Kristaps Chris, Porzingis, and they had they booed him because they didn't know who he was. But uh, so Luka Doncic is a Slovenian professional basketball player, now for the Dallas Mavericks, obviously. He did play for the Slovenian national team. He actually came off of the European Championship Tour, winning championships in Europe. Um, and it, the fun thing about this kid, he's only 19 years old. Okay, he's had that much success this early in his career. He's going to be a good player. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how his Europe, European playing style translates to the NBA. But one thing about this kid is that he was putting up triple-double numbers in the European League, and that's something that just doesn't happen over there because of the playing style 
and different constraints on the game that don't exist in the NBA. That's what got him the recognition enough to get picked in the first round so high. He's putting up numbers in a league that shouldn't be putting up those kinds of numbers therefore translating to the fact that he's probably going to be a good fit for the NBA. He's born in a country I can't pronounce, (laughs) Ljubljana. Uh, (laughs) uh, Sorry if that was insensitive. I was just trying to pronounce it. It It's very hard. Um, He's a son of former player Saza Doncic. He signed with Real Madrid at age 13 in 2012. Oh, my goodness. That is so crazy to me. So, yeah, he's only 19 years old. He's a player that has an all-around ability. He can dribble. He can drive. He can score at the rim. He can shoot threes. He can come off screens and shoot threes there. He can set screens as well and start a fast break. One thing I've noticed in watching him in the preseason is he is a little bit slow for what the, for the type of player that he was described as. I thought the same thing about Ben Simmons when he came in the league, and I just thought that like the way that they were hyped up, I was like, dang, this, this person is explosive and maybe it's them in college compared to them in the NBA he's a little bit slower than I thought but I think he's going to do just fine I look forward to watching the Mavericks uh, for that reason because it's always cool to have successful foreign players come to the NBA and represent their countries over here in probably the highest competitive level of the game of basketball some other players after Luka Doncic on next year's roster or this upcoming season's roster for the Dallas Mavericks include Ryan Brokoff and the, the last name that I was talking about is Kostas Antetokounmpo. This is Giannis Antetokounmpo's Greek brother. It says next to his name there's a TW. It says he signed a two-way contract with the G League affiliate. Um, I think they want to test out if he's going to be anything like his brother because his brother is an animal. Uh, extremely fun to watch, really athletic, long, tall, can run, jump, dunk, shoot, do all those things. And I know that he is younger. Uh, so he was born in 1997. That's crazy. <laughs> but that'll be fun to watch for the Dallas Mavericks. But then you have Jalen Brunson, Ray Spalding, Dirk Nowitzki. Obviously, he's coming back for his last season. Daryl McCon- McCon, Salah Mejri, and Devin Harris. Well, that does it for this episode of the All Ball Show, brought to you by Abstract Sports. How do you think the Dallas Mavericks are going to do this year? Do you think Luka Doncic is going to do really well? Do you think he's going to fall flat? Uh, well, let us know what you think in the comments below. And if you like this video, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe if you want to get more basketball content throughout the basketball season and beyond. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.